You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I genuinely, though, do love exotic fruits. I mean, it's That's no. A weird I go to the grocery store. I know it's a strange thing to say. I'm not do trying you go to, to like be, Fubon and buy like the spiky ones. I will buy the spiky ones. I'll buy dragon fruit, circly ones, circly ones. I'll buy the weird colored ones. I'll I don't buy the like weird that mango one ones. Those make me uncomfortable. Oh no, I'll, I'll buy any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm so excited because I get to try all of these. I've got a whole list of different ones that I'm going to try. I'm going to. I don't know if that makes me. You're going to make yourself sick. Oh yeah, I probably will. Yeah. Oh, I'll definitely make myself sick because I'll eat way too many of them. But I'm still going to do it. Mm. It's going to happen, Sarah. We're going to be in. Hawaii. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a ton of things to get to today, a lot of stuff. I do want to say we were out uh, yesterday. We were out two days. Uh, the Two days ago, I was filming a commercial. Yesterday, Sarah was under the weather, so we took those two days off, but we are back today. We're back in full effect. We're back in full effect. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, next week we're going to be doing two shows, Monday and Tuesday, here in Portland. And then we're traveling to Hawaii, where we'll end up the week by doing shows from Hawaii. So we'll be talking about that a little bit here, too. That uh, hints the exotic fruits. Also, I want to say this. I want to thank everybody who goes to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicks on the Amazon link. Oh, my goodness. It's very helpful. It's very helpful, and it's clearly the best way to shop online. During these turbulent times, there's only one thing you can depend on, and that's going to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicking on the Amazon link for all of your purchasing needs. Why leave the house anymore? You can get a podcast direct to your house. Mm -hmm. You can order everything you need on Amazon. Never leave your house. It's the safest thing you can do. Really, that's that's what you want. Everybody, tell to I'm do. advocating for everyone to become shut-ins. I think it's the best. You know, that's the right way. With Amazon now, you can be a legitimate shut-in and still have all of your needs taken care Don't of. Don't be a shut-in. You know, Greg, you can, stop encouraging people to be. You shut-ins. know, we can talk to people if they if they live subscribe to the show six ninety nine a month. We can talk to them. You know, we'll be their their view on the outside world. Like we go out out to the outside world for them. Other than that, nobody has to leave their house ever again just by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the okay. Amazon link. It's Please just an idea. That's just an idea. I'm just throwing it out there. Also, what you can do by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon link is order the book of our guest here today that we're going to be having on. Actually, well, we're going to play our interview with him. So let's just jump right into that. So we've got our special guest uh, that was just in here earlier today is Mr. Alex Falcone. Oh, we love Alex. Alex Falcone is fantastic. You know him for his stand-up comedy and, of course, his shows here in Portland. But now he is also an author. Alex wrote a book because, of course, Alex wrote a book. It yeah, just makes he's sense. just he almost seems as surprised as everybody. He's like, Yeah, I wrote a book <laughs> and I have it here. He does, and Here's it's my book. And it sounds great. So it just came out yesterday. It's called Unwrap My Heart. And it's young adult fiction. Um, about well, he explains what it's about. So I don't even know if we need to explain it. I yeah. think Alex does in the interview. So Alex just just left here, but we're gonna play our interview with him uh here in just a second. Uh before we do though, I wanna say after after he leaves, I wanna explain more about this Hawaii thing because mm-hmm. we've been getting a lot of great advice. We have, people. and I wanna read some of it too. Okay, yes. Yeah. And we encourage everybody to send us your advice. Uh so we're gonna be in Kauai or Kauai or however you say it. And then at uh um, Kauai. Kauai. 
I don't know. We're mispronouncing everything. We're mispronouncing. We're, all We're going to an island in Hawaii. And then uh, it's at Poipu Beach. Is We're going to be in that area. Yeah. So it's going to be us and a bunch of our friends that are going over there for a, for a wedding. And then Sarah and I are also going to do shows at the same time. And we we love getting all the advice that we've been getting. So please keep sending that stuff. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. We want to read some of those. And, and I, I've got some questions, some follow-up questions that I need to ask about a few of those things. Because I want to I want to blend in. You know, mm. I like to blend in. You're not going to blend in. And so I just want to know a little bit more about what you're I need to know. You're a white guy from Oregon. You're not going to blend no, in. No, I want to show up where if we're with a group, like if we're all walking out as a group, everybody just assumes like, oh, well, that's the tour guide right there because he knows what he's doing. He's too cool to be hang out. If you, you know, want to even like I'm the tour guide. consider passing, you're going to have to get like a spray tan or something to look like you've spent any um, minuscule amount of time in this. What song. if I'm just one of those guys that, you know, just doesn't tan or something? Yeah, no, no I'm really white. I'm very white. white. Yeah. I'm I'm like, I'm really white even for Oregon. Uh, all right. Well, well, we'll talk about that here in a minute. Let's go ahead and do this, though. Let's play our interview with Mr. Alex Falcone. So order his book right now, Unwrap My Heart at unwrapmyheart.com or going to Fun Employment Radio and clicking on the Amazon link. That's probably the best idea. Probably the best idea. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's, I think, the best idea I've heard all day. So you can do that. And here he is. This is Alex on Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Is it hard not just to sit there and stare at it and like feel it the over book? and over? Yeah, the book. Oh, I've been doing that. And just look at your name. It's and like, very oh, it's pretty. real. Oh, it's real. No, it's still there. It's real. Well, this is the this is the proof copy, and I, the cover looks better on the on the final version. So that I'm just like looking at all the tiny things that irritate me about it. Oh, it's oh, it's, it's into like, that face. Yeah, like this needs to move over three pikes. <laughs> like you can't see the forest through the trees. It's yeah, just like, yeah. oh no, nope, that's wrong. But the first was... day, I just sat there touching it. Oh, it's so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Alex Falcone joining <laughs> us, author. Alex Falcone. Author. Yeah, what could we have been talking about? Published. <laughs> Had to be a book. Author. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. It is such a silly thing, and I people have been very surprised because I didn't tell anybody when I was working on it that I was yeah. writing a book because I wasn't sure it would turn into anything. And it's, it like, it's like those people who like hide the fact that they're pregnant, and then all of a sudden they have a surprise baby. <laughs> just like do people that. People do that? People do that. I have a friend, honestly, what? from college Seriously? who just what? was just like, hey, by the way, uh, so we just had a kid. I've been pregnant for the past 10 months. Yeah. What? That How is weird. Yeah. It's there's a, a few. Weird. There's a lot of questions. I have there. a friend who was an actor on the show. I didn't know I was pregnant. There's a show called oh, I Didn't have you Know. Not I seen was like the reenactment. Yes, yeah, she was a reenactor. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So there was a, there's a show. Was a show called I Didn't Know I Was Pregnant, which is uh, about that. And <laughs> except not as not as a surprise. It's a surprise to themselves as well. They're just like <laughs> building a deck and they feel a tug, <laughs> and then a baby oh. comes out. Oh my! Got some heartburn going on here or something. Oh, well, oh, there's a baby. And yeah. I had a friend who was a reenactor on that show. She did a, a whole scene. <laughs> uh, apparently, the key ingredient is denial. That's the thing that all of the <laughs> like, women have in common. <laughs> no, I'm just feeling a little ill. I'm just a little bloated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I just wonder what the audition was like for that. That sounds like it would be kind of well, not to I have mean, I guess you just pretend that you're like pregnant. A, what yeah. she said was, it was no. like a lot of it was like a lot of auditions in Hollywood a little sketchy. Yeah. It was like this back <laughs> office didn't look legit and the guy was like, "All right, lay on your back and scream." <laughs> but no, not like you're having a good time. The other kind. <laughs> the other kind of Okay. I don't know who hides it on purpose. That's weird. It yeah. was weird. I don't know because it was just like, oh, gotcha, guys. I'm like, well, I didn't really well, like, care in case anyway. She decided, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In case she decides to back out. I mean, it's kind of too late, I think, at that point. <laughs> I think it's at, at, at 10 point. months? Yeah. <laughs> it is also weird that she said 10 months. Is she an elephant? I think nine is more normal. No, ladies, are, it just dates for 10 months. I what? think. Well, I yeah. thought it was I mean, nine I've months. heard nine for a I mean, long I know time. it goes no, over or no, under I a little swear, bit. When my sister but... had a kid, it's actually 10 months because I had to look that up because I was very confused. Why would it? 
It's 10? What? Because it doesn't matter, like, from the, okay, and I can't believe we were talking about this, um, from, like, when the baby is conceived, I don't know, there's, like, a, there's an extra I'm, month in I'm there I'm Googling somewhere. this right well, now. But who knows, okay, so who knows for sure the day it was somewhere conceived. Somewhere between nine That's and ten months. Too. Yeah, I know, right? I, this, this, this book took three years. And I didn't tell anybody the whole time, basically. Oh, well, wow. for, surprise. You had a writing partner. Yeah, I had a writing book, partner right? who helped on the first draft, and uh, he's not here today because he didn't do much after that. But, oh, okay. Uh, yep. No, so he, my my friends and I run out. So a, if you buy the book, just take a black marker you and cross, cross off his name. <laughs> he, uh, no, so we, we have a, I have a podcast called Read and Weep, and we read a lot of young adult fiction and a bunch of other bad books. A lot people, of young adult fiction. People pay us to read bad things mostly and watch bad movies and stuff. So uh, listeners can choose what they want us to do, and then they pay the sponsorship fee to choose the topic. Yeah. It's a great scheme. Oh, no, so, that's, that's a good... Uh, yeah, so we've read all these terrible young adult books, and so we've been joking for like for years. It felt like every young adult monster had happened. It was like young adult, <laughs> like teenage girl falls in love with a vampire, doesn't know it's a vampire. And then like, oh, it's a werewolf. I didn't know it was a werewolf. Oh, he's a fallen angel, and I didn't notice the wings <laughs> on the first date. And there, there's a million of those, and we kept joking that the one thing missing was mummies. It's like, eventually it's going to be time for mummies. One of these days, it's going to be time for mummies. And so finally... A couple years ago, we were like, well, apparently no one's doing this, so we have to. You absolutely so, have to. So we wrote the book where a teenage girl falls in love with a, a sexy mummy, doesn't realize he's a mummy. Uh, she, Wait, th- so she, she doesn't realize he's a mummy. No idea. She thinks he's a hipster. Okay. <laughs> She's just like, oh, gauzy, yeah, ga- gauzy bandages. That must be a cool thing they're doing in Europe. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so she thinks she assumes his wrapping is just a very well fitted hoodie. Oh wow! Um, and then yeah, <laughs> so they start they start dating, and then she, he has to tell her the truth that he's actually a mummy. I'm spoiling the twist for Why you. Why are you Uh-oh. spoiling it? Oh, <laughs> we'll bleep that so that it's not ruined. For <laughs> then she, then he tells her beep. Yeah, yeah and we'll the name of his that. book is Unwrap My Heart, yes. which is just yes. so adorable. We're doing this all in the reverse order. Yeah, it's called <laughs> Unwrap My Heart. Terrible, terrible job right uh, now. And so Ezra and I were on the podcast. We talked about it for a while, and then he actually we started writing it together, and then he had a baby. No oh. surprise. He After told ten everybody. months. <laughs> they spent ten months gestating this baby. <laughs> and so I took over and finished it on, on my own. But uh, so there's like large portions. He he was reading it for the first time uh, this week since uh, his first draft, and he was like, "I'm really enjoying this." I was like, "Well, yeah, you wrote part of it. <laughs> you can't just compliment the." <laughs> I'm surprised you have a little talent. <laughs> <laughs> it is yeah. So and I am not an author, so I don't know if this is a normal amount of time, or I'm not sure how I'm supposed to feel right now. This is the yeah. first time. Well, clearly you are an author. I mean, I am, I am now. I've yes. never been before. And, uh, well, you're supposed to tell us how it feels because we yeah, are right? not authors. So tell it's us. It's been a, a day. It's been a day. This just came out yesterday. Uh, so far, I I peaked at number 800 on Amazon bestsellers. <gasps> nice. Uh, Ooh, that's brands. awesome. Um, String cap it. Because there yeah. are more than 800 <laughs> books out there, so you know there you're doing are. good. Well, it, it turns out <laughs> people must not sell many books because like there was a part where we we like I was because I'm just refreshing constantly all day how many I've sold, mm-hmm. uh, and we we sold like one, and then our numbers we'd already sold a bunch, but like we sold one more, and our number on the total books went from like 50,000 to 30,000 which means there are like 20,000 books that have sold exactly that many books <laughs> and then one more puts you ahead of them by 20 so, so people, you jumped 20,000 spots but yeah, yeah by just one book so there's not a, people aren't selling many books apparently um, <laughs> it's fairly easy to sneak up onto that list but uh yeah unwrap my heart and uh and it's it's everywhere we put it like we it's on Amazon we have an audiobook 
Did you, uh, you got an audio book too? We have an audio book. I nice. did not do the voice. I wanted to so bad. That would be yeah. the best part of writing a book is I, being able to do the, vo- the audio book. That's spoken like a radio person. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I would love, I wanted to do the audio book so bad, uh, but it's the first person of a teenage girl in a romantic uh, situation. Yeah. It enough. would be creepy. It yeah, would be, that would be a little creepy. bit odd. <laughs> Uh, so I had a good friend of mine who was a regular on our podcast. She did the book and it's the audiobook and it's so fun. I enjoyed very much listening to her voices and how, how she long does the audiobook end up um, turning out to be? So it's about four, just a little over four hours. So not wow. that long. It's a short book. It's a short novella. Does that yeah. seem like a long time to you? It that does seems for like about reading right. some, but it seems about. I don't listen to audiobooks. Mm. I use oh, my right. eyeballs to oh. read. But um, oh, why would you do ugh, that? Because yeah. then you can't listen while you're driving. Exactly. Audiobooks are great. No, That's they're fun. True. Yeah. Because my favorite just, thing on like a road trip or a flight. We also do it for bad books, which is really important because on a, if you're reading a bad book with your eyes, you're there the whole time. Oh, yeah. But in an audiobook, you check out, the book keeps going. <laughs> and then you wake back up. Like yeah. if you fall asleep reading a book, you wake up to the same page. But if you fall asleep to an audiobook, you time travel and you're like, oh, things are better now. <laughs> oh, all right. Now, when you read young adult books, do you read out. any young adult like horror books? Do you read any like Christopher Pike or R.L. Stein? Oh, yeah. Dean right, Coons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff yeah. Well, sometimes I just revisit it because, like, if I'm trying to go to sleep at night, and so, yeah. they, put, they do put me to sleep. Like, I just finished reading uh, R. Alstein's Chain Letter Two. Oh, not as good as the first one. <laughs> a little you. derivative a of little, Chain Letter yes. One. <laughs> Took uh, most it's of the plot bad. points from the first one. Yes. <laughs> weird I, for a guy who writes forty or fifty books a year. It's weird that they would start to feel repetitive. I could not believe it. I was quite shocked. <laughs> I am. I'm mystified by that kind of work too. The way like people like that who just to be able to put that many out. stories. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure he cheats at some point. It's like hiring yeah. kids out of college to do the real work. <laughs> totally. Like, like, here's an idea. To, uh, run with that. Yeah. This is another weird thing. So I'm a stand-up, right? Uh-huh. And so I'm used to, I write a joke, like, Monday morning. Mm. And then Monday evening, I try it three times, and I know if it's good or not. This is, like, three years later, I'm like, hey, guys, do you want to see the thing? If you don't like it, it's too late. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's done. I don't it's get there. to change it today. Like, I went through the, I've, I've had people read it, but it's just such a crazy process. Long-term art is not... It's the dumb way to do it. You should yeah. you should always do art. You can perform that day. It's way better. <laughs> Instant. Yeah, I'm so used to that kind of gratification. Can you imagine if you guys were like you put out you did all this work on your show today, uh-huh. and then you're like in three years someone will listen and tell us if they're having a good time. <gasps> yeah, that is the that, weirdest that thing. That like we'll have horrible. people who have just started listening to the show and they're referencing things from you know seven years ago. Where right. I'm just like oh, oh God, yeah, I have no idea yeah. what they're talking oh, about. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and like so maybe sure. sometimes like an uncomfortable thing. I'm like oh God. Yeah, but if there was like a live chat. Happening three years later, three that years, would be weird. That, right? would, be that strange. would be weird. I can't fix that, you guys. Yeah, maybe that is wrong. <laughs> oh well, well, nobody. But you got it published. I mean, it doesn't need to fix. Well, for example, we we used the. I'll give you. An I get to point out the problems example. in here. No, yeah. well, this is not not a problem fully. But so the uh, in the on the copyright page, instead of doing actual Library of Congress categories, I used that as an opportunity for other jokes. <laughs> and I got an email from a librarian today who took three years of cataloging classes when she was in library school and wanted to tell us uh, all the ways she could fix our catalog data. <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. I could have made it right. I thought it was better yeah. to make it funny uh-huh. since the Library of Congress is not purchasing this book. Right. That, it's not actually, thought. they're not actually good jokes in this version. It's in the next one. Okay, Sorry, so the these first. are the, these are the I'm not reading them out loud. Right no, you can read them. They're just not funny. Right now it's just, it's, those were like, uh, that's the first like draft where I tried to do actual categories. Because the actual book just came out yesterday. Yeah, just right? came out. Just yes, released. Just released, yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, in, available on, on unwrapmyheart.com. Nice. In all the formats. You can also read our, our excellent FAQ about mummy sex, which some people are curious about. Oh, okay. Now, is there mummy sex in we the book? We'll have to read to Oh, find my out. God. No spoilers That's here, Sarah. I, I promise that she does kiss a mummy on the mouth. 
on the mouth through the bandages? Well, yeah, over the bandages. Over the I want to hear how she did the like audiobook of that. Kiss. That's what I'm curious about. <laughs> <laughs> how did that happen? I'll, I'll do that. This is so I, I did a, uh, an interview in the uh, before, and uh, the person read the last sentence. So I'll show you the last sentence of the book. I don't mind spoiling this. Wait, um, are we reading it or are you just showing gonna, it to do us? Do you mind if I read it to you? No, go ahead. No, I'll read you like the last three sentences. Um, I, Wait, excuse me. <clears throat> right now on Fun Employment Radio, we're joined by author Alex Falcone, who's going to be doing a reading from his book, Unwrap My Heart. It's just the last couple sentences. I kiss him passionately, then hold his face in my hands and stare deeply into his eye voids. I love you, Seth. I love you, Princess Sophia. Then he wipes his mouth with his sleeve so my saliva doesn't ruin centuries of careful preservation. <laughs> So it's not. That sounds like you wrote it. They're not. not, That's a compliment, but that's your voice, definitely. They're not boning, but there is uh, definitely some some mummy, gross, intimate kissing, intimate moments that are going to occur in this. One of my favorite things about it is just this running uh, thing of her, because he has no eyes, right? His eyes were removed, uh, and just all of her explanations of why. Like I think he would be looking at me if he had eyes, you know that kind of thing. This is really fun. So well, I can't wait to read. Yeah, <laughs> I will read. You, you will. know that I will. Yeah. Oh yeah. Put you yeah. to sleep. Put you I right, put you <laughs> right out. Like I, I give it three days. I won't tell you. It'll be like a three part sleep. <laughs> it's light. It's a young. I guess in case this wasn't obvious, so it's it's largely a parody of Twilight. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big part of it because I had to read Twilight all, early on. I read all of the series, so it's kind of like a. Wow. It, it started as a parody. You of that. had to. Yeah, I told you for the podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. okay, gotcha, gotcha. So I've read all of them. I read the little novella. I read the one where she rewrote Twilight with the genders reversed. Oh, and it's just you read that book. one too? Yeah, it's really <laughs> weird. That was a money grab. Wait, wait, there's a lady yeah. vampire instead? Oh, yeah. yeah. they just switch it. Oh, yeah, oh. no, they switch the roles and put out the whole series, so right? Just, like, just, or just the one book. Yeah. Huh. And it's not, it's actually, it's interestingly, it's better uh, than the original Twilight, not because the gender switching matters a whole bunch, because it actually it does fix some of the problems. Like it's not as creepy, because mm. um, like the fact that he's two hundred years older than her is super creepy. Oh, right, and he's right. like yeah. standing there and watching her sleep. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. And it's different when it's a lady vampire. But the more, <laughs> but the more important thing is like she's like ten years later, so she's a better writer. So it's actually yeah. like it's a much better book. So this is like that parody, like the parody that we needed ten years ago. It's just too late. It's <laughs> no, just it's three. Not. Years it's a ten year too later. late. Yeah. <laughs> it's been just gestating for. Just just over ten years. Uh, no, it's just it's maybe a, you're going to start like the forefront of the sexy mummy movement. Well, that's another fun thing about this is people have been sending me sexy mummy related things all day <laughs> yesterday. Uh, I mean, Anne Rice did write a book about a sexy mummy, and I like uh, Ramses the Damned. I think is what it's called. Was it? Have you, yeah, I called the Mummy or Ramses the Damned. I think. Okay. And I assumed from reading the description that it was just the mummy had like come back as a person much later. Right. And but apparently they do kiss while he's a mummy. So hmm. that's oh. gross. And then somebody sent me a video of a a puppet song where the puppets is a mummy and the and a researcher and they fall in love and they kiss on the mouth. And it's gross. I don't know. <laughs> it was fun when I was writing it, but when people are sending me these videos, like ugh. mummy fetishist like yeah. kind of thing. Oh my or, god. If you search what? for sexy mummy, you find a lot of Halloween costumes. Yeah. That are just like a little gauzy and then she's in a bikini. Yeah. Uh, but but the actual ones where people are kissing a 5,000-year-old rotting corpse mm-hmm. is real gross. Well, and that's going to be interesting because you're going to get contacted by a lot of people who had no idea who you were beforehand. I'm assuming that, that yeah. The fetishists know, uh-huh. who have been yeah, looking for the... 
Yeah, I wonder if there's some like mummy bondage community kind of oh, thing. Oh, I'm sure there is. On. There has to there's be. There's a community yeah. for yeah. everything. What do you mean do you wonder? Yeah. Of course okay. there is. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the internet? <laughs> so are you targeting? You should like go and buy some ad space I on should. some of those I websites. should go find the Reddit for mummy porn and then just slide <laughs> this into the corner. <laughs> and yet it's young adult, so then well, there's an extra. Well, it's for adults. adults is the for key adults. word, yeah. so it's fine, yes. <laughs> it's a young adult parody, so adults will like it. I'm, I, re- think, I think my target demographic is people who used to be young adults. Okay. I think that's the key. Yeah. Like you. Like me. I mean, like literally every adult. That was a joke. Um, (laughs) I got it. I think, now I get it. Yeah. I'm picking up what you're putting down. It's in the final copy. That was good. (laughs) Those were the jokes that he wrote at the beginning. (laughs) Did you want to talk about Facebook birthdays? Yes, I I did. I wanted to bring that up. Well, no, because we were talking about how you're getting all these reviews and then people are posting on your Facebook. And I have to like like every single post as soon as it happens. Yeah. And he's very thorough. Like he does, you do not miss a like. Like you'd expect. Because I have a problem with that too. Because if I post something and I get a bunch of comments, I'm like, oh, and I like a few, I'm like, oh, well, this person's going to feel bad if I don't like theirs. Yeah. It's not like I didn't think it's funny. So I have to like everything. And then I had somebody complain that I was liking everything and then it kind of ruined the fact that I was liking something. So, oh, so you you, know, it's like yeah. existential. You've like, if you Whoa. like everything, then you've ruined the definition of this like. Actually, this actually happened like a year mm-hmm. ago, but it's been right. stuck in my head. So every time I do, I'm like, okay, I can't uh, like everything. I got to uh, pick and choose, but then I don't want somebody to feel bad. So it's this huge conundrum. So I just po- don't post anything, but <laughs> <laughs> that solves that one. But now though, you were, you were talking about how you go through and you, like like every I single like everything. post. Yeah. Well, I respond to things that have good response. Like is my yeah. like interesting, but I don't have anything to say back. Okay. Okay. Mm, so it's what, the but you're very thorough. Most people when they yeah. So when people post uh, that they bought it, I usually say uh, no refunds. And then that's uh, <laughs> my little joke. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Except for if you say no refunds twenty seven times. I do. I do. It's done over and over again. But I assume people only see their response. They're not looking at the whole page. And also, uh, literally, there are refunds through the website. <laughs> I just don't want you to do it. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. But yeah, we were talking about the birthday thing earlier. Oh yeah, yeah. And how. Like, I don't really know, because I used to want to try, I, I used to try to hit everybody's birthday. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone, whenever, like, Facebook's like, oh, it's so-and-so's birthday. Mm-hmm. And now I get kind of stressed out because I, like, just do none of them anymore because I don't want to pick and choose and then, you know, seem like I'm preferring someone over the other. Do you do the Facebook I, I don't do any birthdays at all. And yeah. I actually got an email So from that's my, why you didn't wish me a happy birthday. I didn't, yeah. No, I got, I got that. <laughs> Did you keep notes? Do you keep tracks of oh, who, I keep track of people who, who does or doesn't? Mm-hmm. I got oh. an email from okay. my aunt this year that was like, you didn't say anything on Facebook on my birthday. And I was like, <laughs> I never have to anybody. I don't feel like you should be able to hold this against me <laughs> without checking I'm, my history. I'm keeping an eye on you, Alex Falcone, because I bet in the next week or so it's going to be like, Alex Falcone, wish so-and-so a happy no, birthday. never have, never will. I don't believe in it. Mm. Well, and I, you know, I have mixed feelings about it too, getting them because like on my birthday when it's like, oh, 150 notifications, mm-hmm. like that's fun. But then if I read through this, all these people I don't know mm-hmm. yeah. who just wrote like HB and nothing else. Right. And I'm like, like I, I'm supposed to feel good about that? I don't know. Why are you wasting your time? I, I have a person who I've been friends with for like five years who I do not know. And the, our entire friend history is just every year she says HB on my birthday and we've never talked other than that. <laughs> I don't know if she's a, she could be a she could be a sex robot. I don't know who she is. Could be, yeah. Because I get a lot of those. Do you guys have a lot of those? Oh yeah, no. Yeah. Sex oh yeah, oh. I, get, I get a bunch of those. Well, but I don't you... usually approve them, but but I get a lot of requests. Greg has like I've a got whole a lot of... army of sex robots following him on Twitter. Oh sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Did I've got a ridiculous amount. They... No, no. And that's the up? thing. I am so self conscious about like, this. He's like tripled like the followers of me. yeah. Like, I did not like sign up for anything. I didn't ask for anything. Did you put like hashtag? I swear in your bio. I want this. Well, I think it's because of digital trends. Yeah, I think it's what happened. Yeah, I think that's why I'm getting them. But there's so many coming in it's not even 
I can't even go through and like clean them all out. It's amazing how many I'm people just like, have it robots. It takes so much like time that. for me to clean that out. I have on Twitter. I changed my bio to author yesterday because oh. I thought that would be cool. And I got followed by like 15 young adult authors that are like, please review my book in their <laughs> bio. Of like, or like, uh, there's a guy who writes books about his conversations with Jesus that I don't think we have a lot in common. Oh, uh, I had a roommate in college who would write letters to Jesus yeah. and leave them all around the room. She leave them really? around the room? She Left would them? leave them around the room. Yeah, I talked about her before. Well, I guess Jesus was, can see him there. Her name was Mary. <laughs> and she would smoke pot and then she'd feel really bad about it. And so she'd write letters to Jesus. Hi. And oh, just leave like around. apologetically high. She was not a good roommate. Nothing better than a guilty high. <laughs> yeah. that, <laughs> guilty that's really how you enjoy high. that plant. <laughs> yeah, she would she would leave them out. And it was very awkward. And she'd Ugh. also borrow my clothes when I would be at class, and that would be creepy. Oh man, yeah, she that's sounds weird. like the best. I did not like her very much at all. Well, you should have put something when you were doing your uh, roommate application form that was like <laughs> prefer non guilty high people. <laughs> yeah, no Jesus letters, or just write a letter <laughs> back your from clothes. Jesus. Well, that was better. Yeah. She was my Wear second. Wear your own clothes, lady. Dear Bethany, got, oh. your, got your message. I remember I would see her up on the hill and she'd be like resplendent in my hat and jacket. I'm like, what are you wearing? Here, here's the letter from Jesus. Uh, Dear Bethany, uh, or you said Mary? Mary. Dear Mary, as you imagine, I receive lots of mail every day. I would love to respond to each personally, but I do not have the time. Love, Jesus. Damn it, I should have written <laughs> her back. form letter from God. Jesus being too busy. I really dropped the ball like 16 years so ago. Yeah. Damn it. Well, Jesus could have done it too. This is not That's on you. This isn't, it's on Jesus' shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, get Alex's book. Support yes. him. Support the arts. I can't wait to read it. I'm super excited. Unwrap my heart. Unwrapmyheart.com. Yep. And we're gonna be. I'm gonna be doing a reading uh, on December 13th. Nice. Uh, it's coming up yes. uh, just a week and a half. So December 13th at, at seven o'clock at the uh, the liquor store, which is a bar, not a liquor store. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I'll be doing a reading with Barbara Holm, who's gonna read from her book. She wrote a a, a book called "I Love You, I'm Sorry," um, that's like part graphic novel, part uh, memoir stories. Oh, awesome! And then a comic named Gabriel Rutledge from Olympia, who's gonna be talking about his book. Um, where he wrote a bunch of true stories of being uh, on the road and being a comedy dad uh, called Happiness Isn't Funny. So we're going to do like three comics reading from their books. Oh, that's great. December 13th at 7 p.m. At the liquor store, which is on Southeast Belmont. Yes. 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 Cool. Oh, well, Go thanks there. for coming in, Alex. Yeah. yeah. Such a treat. Let me know. When you read it, if you like it, let me know. I will. And if not, no refunds. <laughs> I will. Well, I will read it regardless and let you know, but I can already tell. I'm going to post delightful. regardless just to get a no refunds post. And if you don't, I'm going to make note of that. Will, That's yeah. what I'm going to make note of. I'll just say happy Refund birthday. <laughs> HP. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alex, thank you so much. You're the best. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Mr. Alex Falcone, right here. He does here always seem to have to have radio. a Mr. in the front of his name. He does, he does. It, it he just makes sense. Mr. Alex Falcone, mm-hmm. right here on Fun Employment Radio, author Alex Falcone. Yes. So pick up his book. He is, he, Alex is great. And uh, I hope he hope he sells a lot of books. I hope he does too. Yes, indeed. It's a really nice thing to say. Yeah, well, he jumped up 10,000 or 20,000, was it? 20,000. Yeah, I don't know. I was very confused by that. Numbers and I aren't best of friends. Well, well I mean, the higher the number the lower down on the list you are. Yeah, the better so that you're doing. No, no. Well, the higher the number of sales, yeah. yes. But if you're like number one New York Times bestseller, that doesn't mean you sold one book. It means like, okay, you were well, the worst yes, selling Greg, book possible. Clearly I know how selling books work. Okay, well, I mean, I was just explaining how that okay. how that part worked. All right, well, anyway, there we go. Um, real quick, though, breaking news. Did you know there are wallabies on Kauai? What's a wallaby? A wallaby? 
It's like a miniature like kangaroo thing, what? isn't it? Okay, so I'm just looking this up. Now, we're, we're, I've never been to Hawaii at all. And so I'm trying to find out about dif- the different things in Hawaii. And I want to talk about the exotic fruits of, Ho- of Kauai. But um, I am just discovering all of the wild animals that are possibly there and all the feral animals they have running around. Well, I know that there are a bunch of chickens, Yeah, right? I've heard there's a bunch of chickens that are, that are there. Apparently, there's some kind of a wild uh, wallabies I'm, I'm trying to find the details on this, and this was posted in our live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live by Sumon, who said that there are feral wallabies on there. I'm believing Are you him. sure? Because that doesn't sound right. I don't know. I mean, either way, I'm excited. I want to go on a wallaby hunt. That's for sure. That's going to be one what, of the like things that we do. kill them? No, I don't want to kill any animals. I want to go on a wallaby hunt, though. You go on a wallaby hunt. Well, don't say hunt. Like, a, like a search or something. Don't say you're going on a hunt. Well. It sounds like you want to murder wallabies. It's like I'm going to craft a spear and like hunt a wallaby or something like that. No, you, you want to. I don't know. You could. You've never been to Hawaii. Who knows? If no, you're, like, I just. The spear hunting oh, wallaby type. Oh, wallabies are only on Oahu. Dang it. Well, yeah. we're going to have to go to Oahu. Either way, there's lots of different things that we can look up and that we can see. Um, I'll probably lead several different native um, native species like tours for us. I kind of want to be our own tour guide for the whole group. I would kind of like to do that because there's quite a there's quite a group that are going over there and I would like to be the official tour guide. So I'm going to I'll tell people all about that. What I did want to bring up though, well, I've got the I've got my exotic fruits, but Sarah, did you have uh, the emails that we've been receiving? Want to go through one of those? I do. Yes, okay. I'm just trying to pull it up here now. Okay. Uh what, you want me to go ahead and do some exotic fruits in the meantime? Sure, do some exotic fruits. Okay. So so you know, I've I've said this. I'm I'm very much into uh into trying out different fruits and different things like that. So there's there are dragon fruits on there. And I'd like to go out into the wild like when I lead some of my nature tours. Maybe I'll lead everybody on a nature tour. Nobody will go on a nature tour with you ever. That would probably be a good idea. You we are going to be by yourself in nature and someone's going well, to murder you. A lot you. of the internal of the island, you know, is uninhabited. I figure that's probably a good place we can go up there. We can sample some fruits. I can't name a, a single camping. one of our friends that would trust you into following you into the jungle to what? have you give them a tour. No, I think... Absolutely not. Oh, I think I could convince somebody. Somebody would go up there with me. One of our friends would. I don't think so. (sighs) Who would go up there with me? Nobody. Nobody. You'd just be up there and then you'd fall off a cliff and you'd die. Either You'd either die from falling off the cliff or die from having some some sort of allergic reaction to eating some weird fruit that you don't know you're allergic to at this point, but you probably are. I was getting drunk enough. The moron fucking... idiots (laughs) idiots <laughs> going together. you guys would both fall off the cliff oh yeah absolutely uh so so they've got uh uh long gun long gun okay that's the dragon eye fruit there's egg fruit there's a thing called an egg fruit Ew. so an egg fruit this is i'm excited to try this in the wild and an egg fruit okay something in the live chat is throwing me off this whole wild animals of hawaii is really throwing me off let me get through my uh wild fruits though and if you have any suggestions on fruits for Hawaii, I would I would love to try it. Yes, so, compelling fruit talk here on Fun Unplugged Radio. Egg fruit is a yellow, yellow big melony looking thing that has the texture of a hard boiled egg yolk, and so that's why it's called an egg fruit. Gross. And so we're gonna eat some of those. I'm gonna cook up something some of that. Uh, we have. You uh, don't even cook. What you're gonna, so you're gonna get like some strange fruit that you don't even know how to cook it, and you're just I going cook. to you're gonna cook in Hawaii. Yeah, that's what you you cook in Hawaii. That's I, what you do. I cook here. I I'm fine. I just don't. I don't usually cook, but I can cook. I can I can do more than heat up things in an oven. Are you sure? Yes. I mean, if it's been a while, then you don't quite know that for sure. No, you don't forget how to do it. Well, maybe you do. Mm. Uh, strawberry guava. They've got a thing called that. Ooh, a poha berry. That's so poha berries are bright orange round berries that resemble cherry tomatoes. What I'll do is I'll go out in the morning and I'll collect fruit for us. Are you looking at anything to see if it's if they're poisonous? I don't know. Papaya, star fruit, 
Star fruits are absolutely delicious. Uh, so we'll, we'll have to try those. Uh, char- cherimoya. Cherimoya is like a mix of a banana, strawberry, and pear. Ooh, that sounds good. Okay, so we'll try that. Breadfruit. Ew. Oh, yeah. It's like a what white. It's like egg fruit and breadfruit. Yeah, breadfruit looks like words a. words that should not be together. It has a potato like flavor. It looks like a white uh, kiwi. That's what it looks like to me. And uh, passion fruit. So these are all different kinds of fruits. Uh, it's being noted in chat now. I don't know, again, if these are true or not, but a rambutan and a mangosteen, I don't know. These are different kinds of fruits that we'll try. So what I'll do is I'll go out and I'll collect some different fruits. And, and you we'll need to try all of them first, and then you can figure out the poisonous ones. I'll, no, I'll bring them in, and I'll cook something up, and we'll all enjoy it together as a, as a fine meal. Uh, among friends, and so that'll happen there. Now, uh, it's being noted also in the chat that as far as wild animals, when we do our nature tour, because I could probably sell this on the beach too, like to tourists. And just be yes, because like, hey. I'm sure the locals will definitely love some random dude from Portland, Oregon, like trying no, to I'll just walk take up their like, business. Aloha, hey, how's it going? Uh, so I'm going to lead everybody on a little bit of a nature tour. If you want to join me in about 15 minutes right here at this spot, um, we're going to walk off into those woods over there. And, and we're this gonna, is where I'm going to murder you and, and, skin, to, no. and skin you and dance in your... In, no, I'm not going to say anything about skinning. Skin There's not going to be any skin suits involved. I'm mm. just going to try to make a few extra bucks and I'll lead people on the tour. And I've, you know, I've, I figure I've just done enough research. I know about the fruit. So we'll pick wild fruit. We'll eat that and I'll take them on a nature tour and explain everything around them. I'll talk about the people that live in the lava caves on the interior of the island. Greg, lots of things that we can do. Did you read from our friend Lucas in the chat that in Hawaii they have coconut M&Ms? What? Oh my gosh. Coconut M&Ms? I'm going to have to eat some coconut M&Ms. I mean, that's going to have to happen. That's just going to be part of it. So as I'm leading my tour, so that'll be one tour. I'll give a tour of the, like the outback of the of Hawaii, like the interior of the island, and I'll lead people to eat. We'll eat some wild fruit. I think we should we'll all hunt some wallabies. I think we need to take like a poll as to what day you think Greg is going to first injure himself in some way or another for eating something like first being blood? an idiot and eating something poisonous, or for falling off of something, or for being stung by something in the ocean. Now that I could see happening, something will sting me. A wild, uh, some kind of wild animal will sting me. Are there a lot of mosquitoes in Hawaii? They're tropical bugs. Yeah, there's a bunch are there of bugs. Hawaii, are there mosquitoes, though? I think so. Okay, I need to, I well, need to find that Because it's exactly, out. it's like a mosquito haven because it's balmy and it's wet. Yeah. So, I mean, that's exactly where they want to hang out. Because that's, that's going to be bad for me if there are mosquitoes there. Um, oh, boy. Okay, and they had a Zika. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. On. Okay, this could, be a, this could be a problem. This could be a problem of, for me if there are... If there are mosquitoes and... Uh, and z- Oh, there are also giant spiders and poisonous snakes. Well, I know there's giant spiders because I watched the Brady Munch episode where Greg Brady went there and then Peter Brady had his giant tarantula that sat on his chest. So, I mean, I've, I've watched that. I've learned that much. That, so I, I know about the big spiders. And I just didn't know about the mosquitoes. That's, that's going to be... There are also giant centipedes that their bite can be poisonous. Oh, that's going to happen to me. Mm-hmm. That's going to be happening. Uh, when they bite you, there can, it can range from slight pain to swelling to severe pain and massive swelling of the entire affected limb, which can last for several days. Oh, boy. They're mostly active at night. Okay. That's going to that's gonna be a problem for me. All right. I'm going to have to bring my DEET. I have to bring my bug spray. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, will, this is going to be really a pain for my tours. But I figure I'm going to charge. I'll charge 50 bucks a head for the tour. That'll make me some good money. And that'll that'll be enough, I think. Just stop now. You just everybody knows that that's not going to happen, and it's not going to be true. Just you're embarrassing yourself. Nobody's going to no. pay you any money. You wouldn't even be able to pay people to have you bring them into. the I would of too. The woods. I absolutely would be able to pay somebody to go into the woods with me. 
If I wanted to, I could totally do that. No, I think that the way this is going to work, if I, if that's just one tour, that's one possible tour that I could do. You know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of different options that I think we have that I could, uh, I could explore. I'm just saying if I could get somebody to give me a boat, we could do a boat tour too. I could do one of those because I can drive a boat. I'm just trying to think of ways I can make money here while we're on the trip and have a good time at the same time and try exotic fruits. Well, we're going to be doing lots of shows from there, Greg, so maybe that'll be helpful. Helpful with what? I don't know, but like making money. People can listen to the show and then they'll be delighted by, by our Hawaiian exploits. Well, we're definitely going to be doing shows over there. Yeah. That's for sure. I'm talking about my, my No, tours. you're not going to like you're not going to hit up other tourists for money. Okay. All right. Well, it's just an idea. All right. Well, Sarah, let's let's hear what uh, what you got over here. Okay, I'm trying to find my um my Hawaiian music. Okay. To play in the background while I do it. Of course, I can't find it. Okay, it's being noted there are chameleons. Yes, and please, if you have <gasps> any suggestions on things that we needed to know. Oh, cockroaches. I don't like cockroaches, so I don't I'll mind. take no, I mean, none of those. I don't like You don't them. mind cockroaches? I just don't really, I've never really seen them. I've seen them have in, you, in New York. Seriously? You've, I, I don't think you've actually seen a cockroach, yeah. Uh, cockroaches are not something anybody says that, oh, I don't mind cockroaches. Cockroaches I mean, are disgusting. They're giant. Do you know how big a cockroach is? Like, they're huge. I know. Co- oh, you know what? Actually, the and last time. And they click time, and they're like. <laughs> the last time I did see a significant amount of cockroaches was when I was in Oahu. Like, I totally remember that because our hotel that we stayed in was very uh, not classy. Yeah. And it had lots of like little holes and things in it and they just skitter across the floor. Okay, yeah, I'm not really a big fan of cockroaches. Mm-hmm. All right, so All right, well, our friend Dave, who lived in Hawaii, um, sent me some tips on things that we should look out for and like some facts about Hawaii, some actual facts about Hawaii. Okay. So there are over 50 ethnic groups in Hawaii that share uh, their customs, food, and traditions. Everyone's a minority group. So Haoles are 33% of the population, followed by Japanese, 23%, Filipino, 15%, uh, Hawaiian, 13%, and then others, 16%. Okay. Uh, so I guess there are some really good chips that are made in Hawaii. Well, I like chips. Yeah, they're thick-sliced, kind of burnt-looking, oily, and salty, but taste pretty good. Sort of like um, Cascade-style potato chips. Okay, like Tim's? Like Tim's, yes. Tim's Cascade-style? Okay. Uh, another recommendation is to check out the local Dong's Drug Store. It's a good place to stock up on macadamia. Dong's Drug Store? Dong's Drug Store. Okay. Good place to stock up on macadamia nuts. Um, also, you can get coffee there. Uh, flip-flops are super cheap there. Oh, flip-flops. Ooh, I don't really like flip-flops. Well, you have weird feet. I'm more of a sandals person. <laughs> I need to pick up some new sandals this weekend too. Gross. By the way, I'm going to be picking up some new, some new some uh, traveling sandals that I'll wear on the plane and everything. And you are not wearing sandals on the plane. Why not? No, I'm sitting next to you on the plane. I'm not going to take them off. Yes, no, it's enough that your foot is exposed. Well, yeah, no. but no, it'll be wrapped in my sandal. Maybe we'll get like a keen or something, so it's like a, a wrapped toe end. That's probably good for me because I'm going to cut my toe somehow. I'll probably bleed in the ocean, too. That's not good. All right, anyway. So, oh, my God. So, um, yeah, but I'll have some sandals. I'm not sure if I'm going to be a flip-flop person, though. Are there a lot of flip-flops? I mean, I think Hawaii? that there are a lot of flip-flops. I will be honest with you. One of the worst sounds in the world to me that for some, like, for I know for a lot of people, you know, fingernails on chalkboard, the sound of flip-flops, like, once I focus on it, I can't unhear it, and it will drive me insane. I The sound... Well, then be ready to be so driven much. insane because we're going to be on a tropical island where everyone's going to be wearing flip-flops. <sighs> Man. Uh, another thing that he says is have breakfast at McDonald's because they carry a thing called por- uh, Portuguese sausage, eggs, and rice. And it's found only in Hawaii. 
So Portuguese sausage is a spicy pork sausage. You can also get a Spam and egg platter at McDonald's. I Have you ever eaten Spam? Yeah, I love Spam. Really? Oh, yeah, it's so salty and good. I've I know I've had it before, but I really can't recall what it tastes like. It's just like a It tastes like a it's like salty meat. Okay. It's not bad. Potted salty meat. Yeah, I mean, you cook it. So it's not Oh, potted. you cook it? Yeah, no. I thought it comes from a can, so it's already cooked. No, no, you cook I could it. be wrong. I don't know. No, I, I believe well, it's pre cooked, though, right? I, I don't know. I don't eat a lot of spam. Okay. But I've had All it before right. and it's delicious. Also says go so to. So I should get flip flops over there, though. That's the suggestion? Yep. I should so wait. All go right. to Zippy's restaurant or any small greasy spoon diner or lunch wagon. Order a plate lunch. It's the favorite of the working class folk. Typically, it has two scoops of rice, a scoop of macaroni salad, and an entree of your choice. Okay. All right. Also, there's Loco Moco, which is a scoop of rice topped with a hamburger patty. A fried egg sits at the top of the patty, and brown gravy is ladled over everything. That sounds really good. Uh, I don't think I can. I don't think I want that one. Got to be adventurous, Greg. If you're going to be eating all those weird poisonous fruits, I'll stick you with might my well. fruits. Yeah. No, I mean this is a, these are the people who are you know making the food for the for the island. All right, maybe I'll try it. Yeah, I think you. I think it would pay to be a little. Okay. Experimental. All right. What are our other suggestions there? Um, so that's, I think that's pretty much along the lines of what we should be looking for. Okay. And then go out onto the beach and have fun. Okay. And don't get eaten alive by bugs. Yeah, so that's, these are some of my questions that I have before we, uh, you know, before, if somebody can answer these, maybe some more, some more emails from listeners at funemploymentradio at gmail.com. So questions, number one, what else can eat me in Hawaii? Because I, I know I'm going to get stung by something. Something will bite me. And I'd be willing to take bets because I don't want to get bitten. I don't want to get uh, you know stung by any kind of bug. But I know it's going to happen. I just I know it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'll get bitten by something like the second we get there. I'll have a bite of some kind. How bad can it get for me? I mean, it can get pretty bad. I don't think we need to go down that path because I don't want to be sitting here thinking about all the time you're going to waste for everybody else while you're dealing with all your ailments. Well, it's not like I'm going to do it on purpose. I don't want it Sounds to be like that way. Sounds like you're planning for it. No, I'm planning for it. I have to plan mm. for it because I, everywhere I go, I get bitten by something. I mean, I always get bit by the bugs. bugs have you ever been bit by a me. police horse on Canal Street? No, no I have not. Uh, <laughs> I bought some long johns there. So, no, I, I think that uh, these are important things I need to worry about. Are there any kind of, uh, let's see, looking here, Portuguese man of war. Yeah, the water seems a little bit oh, iffy. Oh, okay. Portuguese man of war is just the most terrifying sounding thing. You know what that is? Yeah, it's yeah. like the big... Disc with Jellyfish. the little dinglies. <laughs> the disc with the jing- dinglies, yes. That's what it is. It's a disc with It is. They're like the big discs with the big jinglies, right? Uh, I don't know how big they are, but yes, there's mm. a lot of a lot of jinglies, and they do sting apparently pretty bad. Ew. Yeah, so there's that to worry when about. When we were in Mexico, it was the first and last time my sister never went uh, swimming in the ocean, mm. and a jellyfish wrapped itself around her leg. Yeah, that's awful. It was terrifying. That's not a that's not a good story. That's Mm-mm. not a happy story that's at all. not a good story. Hey, I have some World of Crazy, though. Do you want to go to that? Uh, yeah, sure. Let's all do right. some World of Crazy. Get away from the terrifying animal stories. Well, I just, I like to know my, the I'm just glad the water's clear. I remember when I went, um, yeah, God, it was like 18 years ago now when I went to Hawaii. I remember we went to the North Shore in Oahu, I believe that's where it was, and it was just like, you took three steps out and then just went down 40 feet. It's just like sand, 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 cliff, and it was just completely, completely clear, and you're just like walking, and all of a sudden it's just like one, two, three, bam. Wow. And it just drops 40 is that, feet. Is that where when people say North Shore, that's what they're talking about, is on Oahu? I don't know, because I think there are multiple North Shores, because every okay. island clearly has a North Shore. Because in college, there was a there was a girl I was hanging out with for a while who, she was from Oregon, but had lived in Hawaii for like three or four years or something like that, or maybe it was like two years. And basically, that's all she would talk about. 
and she talked kind of like a California Valley girl. So every time I hear North Shore, it's like, well, yeah, when I was riding around on North Shore, so we would go up to North Shore, and I knew this guy, he was a drug dealer, and he had a really fancy car, and I would ride around with him. And these were the kind of stories that she would tell. When they were in North Shore, it was so amazing. Oh, my God, North Shore. That's my well, impression. That was her. I mean, I, I thought that was the North Shore. Yeah. I don't know, though. She would brag about uh, hanging out with her drug dealer friends. Well. She happened to be attractive. That's why I was also young. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, North Shore. Okay, yeah, stop saying North Shore now. All right, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up out of Pittsburgh. I think we do this every year, and so now, Greg, just because we do it every year, I need to tell you about it. So, you know, they price out the um, the actual price from the 12 Days of Christmas song every year. Yeah. And this year they have revealed the amount of money it would cost to purchase all however many oh, items. Oh, yeah, they are. always do this. They always do this. This year it would cost $34,363.49 for 2016. Up more than $200 Yikes. this year. Yikes. Wow. Yeah. The firm's annual Christmas price index estimates the price of gifts from the traditional Christmas song, uh, which... Yeah, it's a, a little over uh, $34,000, which is a 0.7% increase from its estimated 2015 value. Isn't this exciting? So uh, the small increase in price represents slow economic growth. So I guess it isn't that big of an increase. But the price of five gold rings remains steadily at $750, while the cost of partridges fell down 20%. Oh, boy. Partridges are not pulling their weight this year. Partridges are cheap, huh? Bringing the total cost of a partridge and a pear tree to $210. Okay. So if you weren't paying for, um, let's see, so those who reported purchase their gifts online will have to pay a total of $44,000 with shipping. About $10,000 more than those buying them in the store. I don't think you could buy partridges in a store. I guess you can. A bird store? I suppose you could. I mean, I, I don't know. I never go looking for partridges, but I'm, I'm assuming that you can buy them somewhere. There's like Lords of Leaping, right? Yeah. I wonder how we price those out. Probably renting them. Leaping lords? Yeah, you hire them. If you would have to hire Ladies an actual dancing. lord. I don't know. Turtle doves. Maids of milking. Some milkmaids. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. So they price it out. So anyway, it's $200 more than last Okay. Time. Out of Queensland, Australia, an Australian man decided to go to the police station after he thought... That he found a breast implant on the beach, and it turned out that it was just a jellyfish. <laughs> Thought he had found a breast implant. Where was this at again? In Queensland, Australia. The okay. concerned citizen bagged the circular object he believed was the uh, was evidence in a potential homicide. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, how dark is your mind where you see that, it's like, oh, it's somebody's boob implant. Oh, that's a breast implant. They must right have there. cut off a breast implant. Before bringing it to the police. So officers at the station were all hands on deck when, much to their initial alarm, a concerned citizen showed up at the counter to report a possible homicide that he thought occurred on the beach. The man was concerned that this was a prosthetic breast implant from someone who may have been murdered. Who thinks that? I right don't know. Bat? That, like, goes to a really dark place really quickly. Yeah. He's like, I see something that looks like a breast implant. Somebody's murdered. I'm going to put it in I will baggie. give you $5 if you walk up to a stranger and ask them about that. If you see a jellyfish on the beach in Hawaii, and be like, do you think that's a breast implant? $5. Okay, done. Everyone heard it. I'm going to say it. Okay, I have to video it. You did that. Nope, you already set the bet. Five dollars. Have to say it. No, there's got to be proof. No, that isn't. You think those are all boob implants up there? Look, all like boob implants everywhere. 
While officers collected the mysterious object and discovered it was far less sinister as the man initially suspected. Investigations revealed what police had suspected all along. The item was indeed a jellyfish. The creature was a blubber jellyfish commonly found near Queensland. It was lacking tentacles because they could have been knocked off by waves or eaten by fish. All right. Story out of Forest Grove. Isn't Forest Grove where there was that weird noise that they couldn't pinpoint? Yes. Okay. Yep. Forest Grove is just a strange little place. Well, this is making national news and it made me laugh. Thank you to Dallas for sending this to me. A Forest Grove woman recently decided to call the police after she reported a man who would not stop whistling semi-sonics closing time outside of her house. <laughs> closing time. I do hate that song. I really hate that they song. They were able to make like... That is like the definition of a one-hit wonder. Yeah, I have no idea what else they would have done. That is a terrible song, though. Yes, well, this guy did not Closing think that it was. Time. One last call for alcohol. Oh, God. That reminds me of working on an, an alternative music. I can't stay here. Oh, no, please don't play it. I really, I really genuinely hate that song. Semisonic goes in that same category as like Third Eye Blind and... Oh. Oh, it's so awful. Matchbox 20. Um, it's just this group of crap bands. How would you that... even know that somebody's whistling closing time? Like, it isn't really that definitive of a song. Yeah, you could do it. So he just kept doing it outside? Yeah, so this woman in Forest Grove... Um, when she called the police after she kept yelling at this guy to shut up because he would not stop whistling... The 1998 hit. Semi closing time. Now she tried to appeal to the man's sense of reason, but the guy did not listen to her. So he wasn't singing the lyrics. He was just he was just whistling the tune over uh. and over again. Um, so the, by, by the time officers responded to the woman's call, she called a few times to because the man wouldn't leave and stop whistling semi-sonic outside of her house. The man had taken his whistling further down the road. <laughs> When they caught up with him, the man said that he was the one who was upset. He didn't like being told to shut up by the woman. Well, the man wasn't arrested or otherwise uh, cited, and he remained defiant um, that he didn't do anything wrong, and he just wanted to whistle on his way back home. I mean, what can you really arrest him for? I I guess, like, disturbing the peace? I guess. Now, though, I mean, everybody that knows that girl, is that woman is just going to make sure that closing time plays everywhere. All right, and I have one last story. I actually pulled this for a few days ago, and I cannot believe that I missed it because this is the best invention I've heard of in a long time. Greg, have you heard of an invention called the fondoodler? No, no. Well, Greg? No, I don't think I want to know what it is. This amazingly, brilliantly epic gift is now going to be available for the holiday season. It's called the fondoodler, and it is basically what is described as a hot glue gun for cheese. What? It is a cheese hot glue gun. A cheese gun? A hot cheese gun. So the fondoodler really does work like a glue, a glue gun. You stuff the fondoodler's barrel with cheese, either string, block, or even like different wrapped cheeses. You just kind of mush it in there and watch it melt the cheese into gooey, delicious goodness. No, no, then no, no, use no, the no, cheese gun squirt functionality to make everything from simple cheese and crackers to nachos. You can always make sure you have enough melted cheese on each individual chip. No, that takes too much time. That's half the fun of a, making nachos. You lump the cheese in there. You can make cracker towers and use the cheese as an adhesive to build things. <laughs> no. Well, I think that it sounds amazing. 
I know you do, and somebody should get you one of these. It's the Fondoodler, the Fondoodler cheese gun, and you can order the Fondoodler online by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon link for, for six to uh, see for twenty five dollars plus shipping. Now, um, they don't know exactly when the Fondoodlers ship out when you bu- when you order them, but hopefully, if you order yours now, you'll be able to get it for Christmas. Buy your loved one a Fondoodler today. A Fondoodler. Fun doodler. Hot cheese gun. That's your world of crazy. What would be the first thing you'd do with it? Oh my gosh. I do do Ah Pick one thing. Cheese and crackers, probably. You'd make a cracker tower? Would you make like a cracker village? You know what I'd do? I'd I'd cut And then eat it like a monster? I know what I'd do. I'd get some, like, some nice crackers, some, like, rice crackers, and then I'd shove it full of brie, and then have hot brie on there. <laughs> Ew. I don't think it, you don't use brie, do you? you can I use imagine any this kind is of like, cheese that you want. You can use any kind of cheese? Yeah, you just stuff it in the cheese hole. And then it heats it up or and something? And then it heats it up, and then you squirt it out. And you, get, you would fill rice crackers with brie. I would, I would put, oh, and, like, maybe some sort of sweet, some sort of, like, sweet, like, um, like, f- compote kind of thing to have, like, the sweet and what? savory. Compote? Yeah, like some sort of like fruit compote. I don't even know what that is. It's like a like a mushy like fruit like it's almost like a jam kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, but it's like some sort of fruit. Okay. And have that with it. Oh, All right. Gosh, I think I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, real quick, I do have to make just quick predictions, and then we got to get out of here because it is the final. Well, it's the final regular season. Right, I guess it's ball talk conference championship weekend for yeah for football, and I need to make my predictions because so far I've been. Overwhelmingly correct throughout this college football season. Um, very few have I gotten wrong, but I want to make my predictions really quick. So, uh, for this weekend, I'll pick three games. You can place your bets to see who is going to win. All right, first up, we will do this in the SEC Southeastern Conference. Number one, Alabama versus number 15, Florida. The Gators versus the Crimson Tide. Roll Tide. Alabama will beat Florida in the SEC Championship. Uh, Moving on, we've got Wisconsin versus Penn State. Number six, Wisconsin, the Badgers versus the Penn State Lions. Everything, every animal is like eating something. Badgers versus the Lions, the Nittany Lions. The winner will be the Badgers okay. taking down the legs of the Lions. There's too many of them. Very you can't exciting. stop them. Wisconsin okay. Badgers. And finally, the prediction for the Pac-12. The Pacific 12 Conference taking place at Levi's Stadium in Santa Clara, California. Number eight, Colorado Buffaloes versus the number four, Washington Huskies. In the championship, if the Huskies win, they will go to the college football playoffs, which is the top four teams in the country. If they lose... They're out. Well, they'll still play in a bowl game, but they won't be in the it won't be in the running for the national championship. My prediction is number eight Colorado is going to upset the number four Washington Huskies. Colorado is going to win. Colorado will beat the Huskies barely in the Pac-12 championship. Okay. Barely, but they will beat them. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right. All right. Okay. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Funnel Point Radio. So here's something else that we really need to emphasize and we want to make sure that you're all aware of. It is this. Thursday, 
December 15th, mm-hmm. we are going to be having an amazing bingo night, Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night, the second one of this season. It's like holiday night. Our last event of 2016. Mm-hmm. It's going to be happening at Landmark Saloon, December 15th at 4847 Southeast Division. We've got two fine sponsors. We've got Worthy Brewing and we've got Balvany Scotch. Both of them are going to be there. Plus, this bingo night, which is free to play, by the way, we'll have a special added bonus of an ugly sweater contest. Yes. An ugly Christmas sweater contest. Whatever you want to wear. It doesn't have to be Christmas-themed. Whatever. Ugly sweater contest. I'm actually going to a thrift store uh, right after the show today, and I'm going to go get my sweater. Nice. I'm excited. So that's going to be on December 15th. Please mark that on your calendars. Uh, get there by about 6 p.m. when we do uh, sign up. It's still free to play, but you do have to sign up once you get there. And then uh, 6.30 is when we start on the dot. So come on down there. That would be awesome to see everybody. So 4847 Southeast Division Landmark Saloon. I was being asked if you're going to be wearing your Christmas sweater from the lottery commercial when you were Bob. Oh, I don't have it. Oh, no? If I did have it, I would. No, they gave me that. But then they took it back. They didn't let me keep it. Or did they? Maybe I do have it. Actually, I got to look. Maybe I will. Um, Anyway. Stay tuned. (laughs) Stay tuned, everybody. Show up to see if he's going to wear the Bob sweater. Uh, So that is... December 15th at the Landmark Saloon. So thank you so much, everybody. We would love to see you down there. And thanks for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We'll be back on Monday at our normal time doing shows uh, next week. We'll do shows Monday and Tuesday, out Wednesday, and then Thursday, Friday from Hawaii. Oh, my goodness. Where we will be, and I'll probably be bitten by something. Anyway. Yes. Have a great weekend. By many somethings, I'm sure. <laughs> probably. Have a great weekend. Thanks so much. Thanks to Alex Falcone. Congrats on your book. And we'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Have a great weekend, everybody. We love you. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.